Welcome, sports fans, to the 28th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, December 2nd, 2022. It's been a long week after a special Thanksgiving edition, so thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Remember everything that uh, remember that everything we discussed here is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing bet to bet where illegal, and to never bet what you cannot lose. So we're gonna check the scoreboard for last week's pick, see how we did. We have a special wager to discuss. Yay! Then we'll go into the daily wagers, the locks of the week, hail marys, and some other good stuff that I mentioned. We'll get into a little more detail, and also don't forget to check out our bonus picks on Twitter at you bet underscore podcast. So. Thank you for joining us today. Let's go around the horn and see who we have on the field because we have a returning guest picker, Anthony. He's ongoing with his ongoing mission to explore stat lines, to seek out good odds and smart money lines, to boldly go and try to win more than two bets a week. Anthony, how are you? Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me back. You're welcome. Welcome. Happy to have you here. So let's go to a man whose picks are like a great steak dinner. Not well done. Let's see Thank how you. Mike is doing today. <laughs> Thank you for that. Hey, I hit my lock and I hit a fantastic 10 point underdog money line bet on Texas A&M as my Hail Mary. So I think that makes up for the other four losses that I, that I had. So is that a two and four? Is that what you're saying? That's a two and four. That's two and four. Excellent. Well done, Mike. Well done, like your steak. Oh, All no. right, and let's go over to the man who's back from the dead. He discovered taking NyQuil at 3 a.m. in the morning does not bode well for an 8 a.m. podcast. All caffeinated today and ready to roll. Here is Dave. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, Dave, and welcome back. Thank you. Happy Friday. We have to start drug testing our show. Yes, NyQuil is a banned substance, but just about everything else is legal. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tried out something different this morning. I tried the purple drink. Purple oh, drink. no. It's a Zerp. Zerp. All right. So then Buckle over to up. me. Let me say hi, everybody. I'm I'm Jeff. Uh, I uh, should have believed what Mama tried to tell us after watching the Ohio State football game because foosball is the devil. But we'll talk more about Ohio State in a little bit. I went four and four last week. Got juiced for the tofurky day special uh with really sad news on on ohio state which was my lock of the week too it's like a triple whammy but i know i told you you did not to get involved with that game you did you tried to warn me and i take full responsibility for causing that loss it wasn't anybody else's fault but my own all right so let's try to continue to improve uh on these picks and there's a lot of good stuff going on out there but before we get into our dailies we have an announcement to make for our audience uh, that we, uh, Dave, Mike, and I have decided to place a little wager on our wagers. So our plan here is from now, starting today. We have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no problem at all. What are you talking about? Uh, there, starting today, all of the picks that we make either on this podcast or through the Twitter channel will count towards um, us looking and see what our highest winning percentage is between the three of us. The highest winning percentage between the three of us will emerge, of course, as the winner. The other two will have to pay that winner 100 American dollars and one bottle of bourbon collectively. So we're going to keep track week over week. We'll be talking about this, talking some trash, letting you know how our standing is. 
but everything that we bring up on the podcast and Twitter is fair game to count. And we'll be tracking and, and, and working this through all the way through to the end of the football season. So the last pick that can be made for this wager will be the Super Bowl. Um, and we're going to run through that and see how we do. We do, uh, you know, we, we speak a lot about how we're doing and we really make fun of Mike a lot for his terrible picks, but let's <laughs> actually put some, let's put some weight behind it and, and see where we end up uh, after this time. So come along with us for the journey, see how we do. And, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll have some fun with that as we go with this bet. So that's the wager. What do you, what do you boys think about that? We should have a caveat in there that the winner needs to be above 500. if nobody's at 500 do we go to a runoff is that how it works <laughs> like actually physically running oh. <laughs> oh god no why would we do that to ourselves if none of you are over 500 i'll be happy to hand take the bourbon Ooh, ooh. <laughs> keep, keep the cash drink. send me the bourbon we, we all drink there you yes. go Yes, that's, that's actually yeah. That's probably the best answer uh, there, Dave. That if we don't get over five hundred, we all need a drink. <laughs> so yes. let's just crack it open and and, and then enjoy. and then we'll then we'll change the name of the podcast from "You Bet" to "You Fade." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, that's that's a tremendous uh, start to this. So follow that bet. We'll be talking about it more. Um, good stuff here between between us to, uh, to to continue to have fun with all the stuff that we're talking about weekly on this podcast and for our, our fan base to get more involved and in seeing how we're doing. Uh, so speaking of that, let's get right into our picks. We have a number of things happening today. Let's get into our daily picks. Let's get over to our guest picker, Anthony. What do you see out there for your daily picks you'd like to share today? Thanks, Jeff. So what a fantastic sports weekend you know last weekend was amazing for sports and this weekend is more of the same we've got uh, ncaa uh, conference championships championship weekends there's excitement all across all those there's more world cup um some good nfl matchups but for today pick of the day i'm gonna go out west uh to the pac-12 championship uh usc minus three versus utah uh usc uh has won five straight um, so you know, they're on a roll. They've got the number three scoring offense in the nation. Yes, Utah won the last meeting. That was October 15th. That's also the last time USC lost. Uh, it was a really thrilling game. Three lead changes in the fourth quarter. But here's the thing. Utah is three and three away from Salt Lake City. So this game uh, not being a home game, it's a neutral site, uh, but it is not at home for Utah. So I think Heisman candidate, Caleb Williams will lead USC to the win and a coveted playoff spot. Hmm. Like it. Writing it down. Oh, wait. I have it written down. Oh. Any others, <laughs> Anthony, that you have for today? That is my only one for today. Excellent. Well, it's a good one. I really do like it. I may mention it myself. Mike, over to you. What do you like for your dailies? Since we're starting to get serious now, I'm going to try to start off with a, uh, hopefully with an easy win here. Uh, I'm going to take a two-team money line parlay in the NBA. I'm going to take the Caps, <laughs> minus nine and a half, and I'm going to parlay them with the Bucks at minus seven and a half. Uh, they're playing Orlando and the Lakers, respectively, both at home. Uh, Cavs are wonderful at home. Bucks are also 
wonderful at home and on the road. And the Lakers are not good. They just blew a 17-point lead to a very bad team last week, so much so that I blocked the team out of my memory. And Orlando is not good. So I'm just going to start off with a, a nice little win just to put on the board to get the other two gentlemen uh, a little worried. And then I'm going to go over to the NHL and I'll pick the uh, the Colorado Avalanche over, yeah. I'm sorry, the Winnipeg Jets. Sorry, can't read my own writing. <laughs> You're probably wondering, how do you confuse Winnipeg and Colorado? Don't ask. Uh, taking Winnipeg, uh, minus 220 at home against the Blue Jackets because the Blue Jackets are terrible. Bam, 2-0, put it on the board. So your first easy pick was a was an NBA parlay? Yep. Money, that's money line parlay. Yep. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I can almost taste that bourbon now. All right. Good. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so Dave, over to you, sir. What do you like for your dailies? Well, my dailies, I'm... I do like the Cavs tonight uh, at minus nine and a half. Um, I'm seeing it waver between nine and a half and 10 currently because um, I think there is a lot of money going towards the Cavs and uh, Orlando does suck. They're, they've, they're lost. They're, at least in their last five, they've lost by a ton. Um, they lost to Atlanta, uh, which not good. But they did it back-to-backs in there with Philly and Philly would love to be able to just beat up on magic so i think the magic are not going to play well tonight uh Cavs at home minus nine and a half uh <clears throat> going out to the west coast there with anthony um not taking either <laughs> wow <laughs> the yeah. ai is brilliant as always it, it knows my record <laughs> yeah so i actually think this is going to be a very high scoring game uh the over under is 67 i could see between the two teams them scoring 10 touchdowns um, I think they're just going to be shooting all over the place. It's a typical Pac-12 game. So Utah USC over 67. And those are my dailies. Over 67 in that game. Nice. You you do know I had money line parlay there, Jeff. Not just a parlay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just making sure. Good. I know it's, we're getting official now. I don't want to. I want a drunken fight in a bar again. I'm just with those with those spreads. I'm sure that money line parlay will still be minus 200. Nah. Maybe minus 140. <laughs> mm, it tastes so good when it hits my lips. <laughs> All right. So I, I decided to go conservative on my dailies and only picked four tip for today. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. Uh, you know, it's all about percentages, Are right? Are four so, games even being played today? Am I, am I doing that right? I'll go. It's, it's quick because I, I, was, I was watching a lot of World Cup and I know we're going to want to talk more about it later. So I just saw two games and I said, I can't choose between them. I don't know which one's better. So I decided to pick them both. So um, at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern time, which you're going to have to get this bet in quick there, audience, because by the time you listen to this, it's going to be right about that time, is the um, the over in the South Korea in Portugal game, over two and a half goals. Portugal Portugal has scored, scored five goals in the last two games. We got Hyung Min Sun ready to kick some ass out there on the pitch. We got Ronaldo trying to prove something. There's going to be very offensive uh, battles here on, on the match overall. I do think that um, the score here is going to be about three to one is my guess, but um, don't need to predict the, t- the, the total score. I just need to predict it over two and a half. And that's what I'm going to do. So take this uh, South Korea, Portugal match at over two and a half at 10 o'clock Eastern today. Second one, staying with 
the world of soccer. Serbia at Switzerland, the opposite direction. All Switzerland needs is a draw to advance unless Brazil gets blown out, but I doubt that's going to happen. So they're going to be conservative. They're going to be controlling the ball. They have a solid defense and they're going to be able to control uh, Serbia's press. So I like the under there of two and a half at 2 p.m. today. Under for under two and a half for Switzerland and, and for Serbia. I do think that Switzerland is going to be very careful and not overextend in that match. So like those two, then I went over to the uh, realm of the NBA. I like this. Once again, I like my rebounds. That's what I do. I look at the stats and I, I see what happens out there. I see some close matches right now. Raptors are getting two and a half at the nets. Raptors are coming in off a loss though. Um, and nets are coming in on some wins, but I do think that the Raptors getting two and a half points here is a good bet. They are number three for offensive rebounds versus the number 30th team, which is the Nets uh, for their offensive rebounds. Raptors are number one in steal and steals, but uh, the Nets are 10 in turnovers. So I think the way the ball is going to move, the way they're going to be able to control, it's going to be a close game. Take the Raptors with the points. I think that uh, they're going to win outright. But um, given what I saw here, that the 7.30 p.m. game tonight, Raptors at plus two and a half at Nets is the way to go. Last but not least, as I cruise through just my dailies, is the um, the game that we've already spoken about, so I'm not going to spend too much time. It's Utah at USC. I am with Anthony on this one because I think that USC coming in here for the Pac-12 championship is going to dominate over Utah. I do think Utah has a good defense, but they're not going to be enough to handle the offensive power of USC. Um, I mean, they're ninth with total passing yards. They're fifth in total yards. They, they know Utah was their only loss, but that was back in October, and that was a whole different team than what we're seeing now out of USC. So USC only giving up minus two and a half for a road game for Utah, I think is a very solid pick tonight at 8 p.m. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, USC minus two and a half against Utah. So those are the, the dailies that we have. I'm so glad that I went so deep just in dailies. So let's go and get into our locks of the week. And today we shall sing the locks of the week. (laughs) Yes, Yes. locks of the week. We are having some fun because this is where we take all of our units and stick it in one place. So with that note, Dave, back over to you. What is your your lock or locks of the week, Dave? I think I'm going to pull out. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you pray too. (laughs) All right. Locks of the week here. Um, College football. Uh, Mine is going to be a tease. Okay. So um, Michigan is minus 17 against Purdue. I'm going to tease that down to Michigan minus 11. I'm going to tease that with LSU bringing them up to 23 and a half from 17 and a half. I think, I think Georgia will win this game, but I don't think it's going to be by more than three touchdowns. So um, Michigan will win. They will win by uh, more than two touchdowns. Um, I just don't think Purdue can keep up with them. Michigan is just on fire right now. I hate to say that, but it is what it is. So my lock of the week is Michigan teased with LSU, Michigan down to 11 and LSU up to 23 and a half. Wow, see, that's another one of those like unholy packs here you have. You have LSU and Michigan on this tease. Hmm. Mm. 
Yeah. Made a lot of money on the Michigan OSU uh, unholy uh, unions. So um, just crossing it over to LSU right now. Right, right. Because it doesn't look like Ohio State's playing this week. So go team wallet. That's really what we're here about. So good. Good luck of the week, Dave. Let's go over to Anthony. What is your lock of the week? All right. I am also in football, but in the college variety. Going to continue with championship weekend theme. Uh, TCU versus Kansas State Big 12 championship down at Jerry's Billion Dollar Palace, AT&T mm. Stadium. Uh, TCU won last time these teams played October 22nd. Um, and I see no reason that the same formula won't win. Uh, they just don't, Kansas State just doesn't have an answer uh, for TCU's ground game. Kendra Miller was going to, is going to run all over them. Um, and just with some efficient passing from their quarterback as well, Max Duggan, last meeting, he had three touchdowns uh, on only 26 attempts. So, I mean, crazy efficient. Um, so, yep, I expect TCU to outlast Kansas State. That's a nice close line, minus two. It'll be a close game, but I do think TCU uh, will pull out the victory and a playoff spot. Nice. Ooh. Nice. A lot to play for there. It is like a lot it. to play for. I like it. Mike, lock of the week. Uh, yeah, it's been mentioned. I'm going to mention it before. I think my lock of the week is Michigan, Ugh, minus 17 over Purdue. Uh, I think this is uh, equivalent to after U.S. beat Russia in the semifinals of the 80 Olympics. They will go in, and if they lose the next game, if they don't get fired up for the next game, they're like, what's the point? So I think Michigan actually comes out in focus, and Purdue's just happy to be there. Uh, I think this is an easy win for Michigan at minus 17, because I think Purdue has, what, three losses? And they're not really good losses. So, yeah, Michigan. I I, I can't see that asshole uh, coaching them to just blow run up the score. You mean not running up the score? Yeah. I yeah agree. You know what I meant. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Good. All right. So you like Michigan as well? Yes. Good, Mike. So, uh, you know, I looked at that game too. I just, I wasn't sure where to go, but um, I did pick for my lock a game that has been mentioned. Um, it's, the, uh, it's the Kansas State at TCU game that Anthony brought up. And I am once again with anthony on this one oh, sharing geez. notes sharing a brain not much more to add great great points that you made uh, uh anthony on this game they did uh you know they did beat kansas state um 38 28 last time they met so i think there's no reason that's going to change they literally it's just easy enough to say tcu has a better offense and a better defense which should lead to them winning the game uh they uh, tcu whooped kansas and now they're going to go whoop kansas state like they're just going to take over all of that area, um, and I don't like ever betting against horny toads. So uh, <laughs> is undefeated. They have a lot to to play for. Like you mentioned, the playoff spot is to be proven here. I think this is a solid lock. It's only two and a half. I think that it's going. I do think it's going to be somewhat close, but by more than a t- by more than a field goal, absolutely. TCU is going to be able to pull out that win. So, excellent. Those are locks of the week. That's where you want to place your money. Now we go. And we want to look into something that's a little different. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone. And it is our Hail Mary picks of the week. 
this is where we go long and deep and hope to score. So if we go back over to Mike, let's go okay. to Mike here for your Hail Mary. Where do you want to sail that pass? I don't know. Sail that ship, maybe? No, no, no. I was trying to make no? a football, football metaphor, not shipping. Oh. Well, great intro, Jeff. I'll have you. <laughs> I'll just go into it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have Houston Texans plus seven over the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Houston's going to be fired up for this game. It's in Houston. It's Deshaun Watson' first meaningful game in almost two years. I think he's going to be rusty. Uh, we saw him in preseason where he threw for a grand total of seven yards in his one preseason appearance, which isn't good. Um, I I know Houston's lost like five straight, maybe six straight. I'm not sure. But if there's one game that's going to feel like a Super Bowl for the Houston Texans, it's going to be coming in and showing Deshaun Watson who is really in charge. So I really think that Houston plus seven is a wonderful bet. Cause I, I just can't see Deshaun being game ready this week. As all the Cleveland fans are stunned. No, I, I was just trying to make a massage joke and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't so. think of one either, but I think we were <laughs> just audience. Imagine the, Massage joke was made and right. rapid early. He's not going to have his stroke down yet. Is that? Does that work? <laughs> oh, oh Lord. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't actually disagree with you, Mike. I don't really have. I just want to stay away from it because there's too much uncertainty. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen in that game? But uh, you don't but, know what happens behind closed doors. Oh. You know, but you obviously know that you're trying to get the uh, Texans to have a happy ending. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We can do this all day. That's all right. right. Uh, uh, that's, that's what, what Deshaun said, too. <laughs> <laughs> he pays extra for the all-day treatment. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's go to Anthony. Anthony, what do you like for your Hail Mary pick this week? Well, I don't know how you follow that, but I'm going to try. So <laughs> we're going to flip over to World Cup. And in a stunning reversal from the World Cup preview, my Hail Mary is that the U.S., the United States will defeat the Netherlands to advance to the quarterfinals what? of the World Cup. USA. USA. No, USA. Here's, here, here, the Netherlands, they are a strong team. They really are. Um, what we've seen in the group play is that U.S. defense is really, really solid. Mm -hmm. Their midfielders are so disruptive to other teams. The only goal they've given up in three games was a questionable penalty against Wales. No goals in in open play. Uh, Matt Turner has been excellent in goal. So I think, you know, Netherlands came out of maybe the easiest group in the whole tournament. You know, when people call they're in Group A, Qatar, Senegal, Ecuador. They literally just, all they had to do was clock in and they, and they won that group. <laughs> so I think the Netherlands is going to find themselves surprised by the you know, the tenacity of the U.S. defense, they're going to be harassed in the midfield. Um, Sergino Dest has been everywhere, all over the field. He's been fun to watch. The team's been fun to watch. I know, ballistic health issues. I think, at worst, 
you see this go to, to penalties and at that point anything can happen so i'm gonna choose pick with my heart then so team usa to defeat netherlands yeah i am with you anthony i think that any team that's willing to get kicked in the nuts so hard you land in the hospital the i think they have the grit to keep going so that's the kind of team i want to bet on and there's the old adage that defense does win championships and they can't play defense is that really the adage mike would anyone back me up on that (laughs) nope Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I wish I had a cricket sound. I I hate you all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dave, what do you like for your Hail Mary pick? (laughs) I'm just thinking of all the women out in L.A. Yeah, defense does work against Mike. Um, Anyway. So So I'm uh, I'm with you on it. I I do like uh, the U.S. If anything, Um, the over-under is like two, two and a half goals. Um, I like the under in that. Um, I I am going to do a a hard pick right here. Money line on that is plus 320. I mean, that's a great return, Um, especially for a team that has been playing outstanding defense. And I've been watching these matches all over the place. And of course, there's a bias when you're watching US TV, but um, I, their their defense is absolutely incredible. Uh, goalkeeping has been great as well. So um, going USA, USA, USA. Um, Going to counteract um, Jeff and Anthony here. My Hail Mary uh, here, and I'm calling it a Hail Mary because I think it will be, but Utah plus two and a half over USC. Heart pick here um, because I would love to be able to see Ohio State get back in the top four and eventually have a rematch against Michigan and beat the shit out of them in the national championship. So that is my goal, my pick. Yes, there are my Hail Marys. Nice. It's like a month and a half long Hail Mary pick. I like it. Just got to wait for the time. one. Yep. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. Thanks. Good Hail Marys. So do you, so you are your, so your Hail Mary is the uh, U.S. Uh, winning, of course, and, and Utah versus USC. Cool. I have a Hail Mary here uh, quickly going over to NFL because uh, foosball is the devil is that I have uh, tees here. Big tees on Sunday. I have Seahawks at Rams and I have Chargers at Raiders. I say take Seahawks, tease that down from seven and a half points that they're giving to only one and a half points they're giving. I think that's an easy win for them um, to win at least by a field goal here. Not a big deal against the Rams who have been playing terrible. It's an NFC West showdown. They are three and eight. Seahawks are six and five. I do think that uh, given the tease here, I think seven and a half is much, too much. It's too much for me to go in on without the tease. Teasing it down looks pretty solid. On the other side of this with Chargers at Raiders, um, you know, I, I like the way the Raiders have been playing. So I know it's Raiders uh, minus one. Let's tease that up to uh, plus five here. So all they have to do is lose by less than four, which is, seems doable here against a Chargers team that's been having a little bit of trouble for an AFC West a showdown. Uh, you know, I do think that the Raiders have been turning things around quite a bit. And honestly, the way I look at uh, at, at the stats, when I'm looking at what the, the way the teams have performed, Raiders have the advantage on both sides of the ball here. So only being uh, minus one at home is is a bit surprising. You know, maybe there's some questions on the total amount of offense they're able to unleash against the Chargers, but their defense has been has been stepping up. So I, I like this uh, like this tease here as my hail mary, which again is Seahawks 
and Rams take the Seahawks, tease it with the Raiders who are hosting the Chargers on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. <clears throat> All right. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone. And it, it wraps up our Hail Mary picks of the week. And maybe even a longer Hail Mary than just this week that Dave laid out there, which I thought was an excellent idea. Uh, right. to see that see that come together. Boy, that'd be a, a fun like prop bet or hell, just be something fun to watch. But we'll see, we'll see how that one turns out. So we went through a lot of matches already, a lot of games out there, a lot of really good uh, sporting events happening, as, as uh, Anthony mentioned. But uh, what do we like for the best of the rest out there that we want to share with our audience? Let's go back to our guest, Anthony. Anything else out there that you see for uh, for the weekend that you would like to recommend as picks? Of course, definitely have a few. So uh, we'll start with uh, more NCAA championship weekend action. Um, I like UCF plus three and a half versus Tulane. Um, I feel like that, that, you know, I, and you know, you're always wrong when you go against Vegas, but I just don't get that line. Um, you see that UCF defeated Tulane three weeks ago on the same field. Um, this is a conference championship where that is not a, a, uh, neutral site. It's played at the, uh, played at Tulane. Uh, last time they played UCF racked up 343 yards on the ground on the ground um Tulane has no answer for that so uh, I think UCF will go ahead and at least at a minimum cover but I actually think they'll win um it's been mentioned a couple times and it hurts me deeply in my heart uh Michigan minus 17 and a half versus Purdue uh there's there's just yes go ahead go ahead Jeff do it do it play the horn play the horn (laughs) right um no, Purdue can't. Stop. Now we want you to play it and you can't. I said, no, I am not a circus monkey. <laughs> uh, I, was, I play by nobody's rules. That, sorry, that Michigan, go on, please. That's uh, all right. That Michigan ground attack is, is just too much. It, it really just um, highlights the the Big Ten divisional alignment. It's just just junk. I mean, the championship was last weekend, right? We, right. we saw it. That was a championship game. Right. Um, so Michigan cruises and the thing about teams that are good on the ground is when you get ahead, you really can't turn it off. Um, you're like, Oh, just run the ball up. Oh, no, yep. There's 10 more yards. There's 10 more yards. So I, I think that that line's okay. Uh, I did like Dave's idea to tease it though. That's a nice safety net, but I'll, I'll take it straight up. Um, switching NFL, you know, for being this late in the season, I looked at the matchups, in the NFL and man, there's a lot of games that I just don't like at all. Um, the one I am going to, going to jump on is the Eagles again uh, they did good for me uh, in the past and they're minus four and a half against the Titans uh, caught a number of the commentary shows this week uh, playing the are they really a 10 and one team are they really yeah they're 10 and one you are what your record says you are right one of my favorite quotes I love that one they are who we thought they were um, we no, but the they, right they're, they're 10 and one they are a strong team one of the, the interesting things here um that I thought about this matchup is that the Eagles offense gets a ton of credit. Uh, but when we look at the defense here, so they're middle of the pack against the run and they're second against the pass. Think about a team that is 10 and one spends a lot of time with a lead and is still second against the pass. So I, I like their defense to maybe be the difference in this game. Um, so Eagles over Titans. Titans. 
a good try, Jeff. I know you're going for a joke. I feel like my fucking music. Get your own fucking cat. <laughs> that was the dude talking about the Eagles. Go ahead. I know. I know. All right. Nothing um, but high production value here today. Right. Uh, flipping over to World Cup, a uh, couple of matches uh, in uh, the round of 16. A um, couple of favorites. I like England over Senegal. Uh, mm. Senegal's been really fun to watch. Um, I've watched an unhealthy amount of soccer those last week and it's been amazing <laughs> got a chance to catch most of Senegal's games and I mean they're they fun they also advanced because they were in a crazy week group A um, England's quality especially up front with Kane, Rashford, Saka it's just too much England defeats Senegal uh, and then France uh, over Poland you know love uh, Lewandowski as a tremendous scorer he just doesn't have enough supporting cast uh, France has been really strong. You look at, they're among the leaders in a, a lot of the key stats, especially shots, goals, shots on goal. Um, and they only tried for two games because against Tunisia, they were they didn't care. They were already through. They were mostly just playing for a draw and it slipped up on them. Uh, they took a loss there, but they just, you know, that was not a game that they were uh, interested in, in putting a lot of effort in. They just want to get out of that healthy uh, and move on. So I think Mbappe, uh, you know, He'll get on the board. Uh, it's been interesting. Griezmann, the aging Griezmann, has actually been a, a bit of a, uh, a catalyst for them. So it'll be fun to watch, but France comes out ahead. France comes out ahead. Excellent. All right. Like you said, so many interesting things to watch. So much unhealthy amounts of soccer to consume. Love it. Love it. Let's move it along. Uh, Dave, over to you for your best of the rest. Best of the rest that I have going on this week, um, I got Steelers and Falcons. Um, not picking either team. I just think that they both suck. Uh, and I think there's going to be some defense that's going to be played by the Steelers there. So I just don't see this going over 42 points. I don't see this as being a a 21 to 28 game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So under 42. <clears throat> got a couple of eight bets here. Uh, Denver plus eight and a half at Baltimore. And the Rams plus seven at Seattle. And then my other uh, best of the rest here is um, even though Portugal really doesn't need to win, they will win because Korea sucks and they're not playing for much of anything. So Portugal minus 121 on the money line today. Excellent. I love and Anthony. I, I, I am I am surprised that France didn't come out because they're a bunch of whiny bitches. And like I said in the preview, they act like a bunch of like a sorority that's mad at, you know, a whole entire fraternity just because, you know, one of their girls broke up with one of their guys. Um, that sounds like a personal a experience, Dave. It's, oh, no, it's well, no, um, it, it is a bunch of whiny bitches in France. Um, so they, they've kind of pulled together. And as long as Bobby stays healthy, um, I think that they can run. They'll make a nice run. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Best of the rest, Mike. What are you seeing out there? Uh, well, my first best of the rest is I am rooting for chaos, as always. Uh, I am going to tease Utah up to plus nine and Kansas State up to plus eight and a half. I think they can both win outright, which would be fantastic because uh, I love chaos. I love when the there's just no set way other than feelings to determine who goes to the college playoff. And there's really no good feelings on what will happen if both of these teams end up winning. So I am rooting hard for chaos, but I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, 
stack my bet a little bit by taking the tees and giving me some points. So I like Utah plus nine and K-State plus eight and a half in a tee. Uh, to quote the dude, well, actually, to not quote the dude, uh, I do like the Eagles. I do not hate them. Uh, I have the Eagles at minus four and a half over Tennessee. They're just playing good ball. And uh, I just don't trust Tennessee. Uh, they're like the really bad team that somehow wins 10 games every year and like they're number one or number two seed in the playoffs maybe because the AFC AFC is not weak so I don't understand why they keep are in it maybe it's just their weak division but I just don't think they're very, they'll they'll stack up well against the Eagles uh and finally I have a tease as well I have uh, I'm taking the Seahawks tease down to minus two uh the Rams do not have their starting quarterback, their starting running back, their starting receiver, and their defensive captain. So I feel pretty confident with the Seahawks at minus two. Uh, actually, now it's minus one, so even better. I'm going to tease that with the over in Kansas City and Cincinnati. I'm going to tease that down to 47 and a half. Oh. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like you, AI. Got my eye on you. So, yes, uh, tease the Seahawks and the Kansas City and Cincy over and get yourself an easy win. Ta-da! Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, best of the rest. My last, uh, I only have one for best of the rest. I kind of shot all that wad on the daily, and I'll be looking at other games as we as we progress here, but my only other best of the rest that I haven't uh, brought up yet is... Back on the soccer pitch, it's Argentina versus Australia. You know what? Australia, I love them. I want to go to Australia. I think they're beautiful people, but they're the only team to advance with a negative goal differential. I think they're going to run into some major trouble here with Argentina. Don't don't bet against Messi. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. I think taking the, uh, the line here is the smart bet. Uh, minus one and a half goals for Argentina um at, at at 100 minus 150 right i think that's how that works out but i'll check the the numbers where it lands when we get closer to the two o'clock game on saturday but take argentina over australia i think that's going to be a whooping because that's how argentina is gonna do it so that's my only and last best of the rest for me argentina take it over australia 2 p.m tomorrow saturday okay Let's get so speaking of soccer and segueing into the world of uh, the World Cup. <laughs> let's discuss what we've been seeing out there, right? I know you guys have already mentioned some games, some some talk here about France, but given what happened yesterday with the lovely folks in Japan, you know, there's been a lot of changes, a lot of upsets, a lot of crazy things happening. Uh, Anthony, what has been some of your favorite points and some things that are going to be interesting going into the next round? Well, I will say my, my favorite thing about the tournament thus far is also the thing that caused me the most angst as it started is that it has been ridiculously unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bracket is shot, um, but that's okay. I mean, I still have still got Argentina. I was really scared at first game uh, when they lost, but um, I had Belgium well into the deep into the uh, the semis, uh, and, and you know you've got Denmark out, Germany's out. I think brackets around the world are just shot but you know what i've embraced it it's fun uh, but really i think you you hit it jeff japan has just been incredible um to come out of that group defeating mm-hmm. germany 
and, and then again pulling the win uh yesterday just oh my goodness and def defeating two titans to go on and they are they are fun to watch they are technically really really sound i mean they just they just don't make mistakes uh and they just they just wait for you to make a mistake and they capitalize um they're fun to watch i'll be cheering for them uh, obviously cheering for the u.s uh based on my pick here against the netherlands that said their road ends even if they win their road ends in the following match because uh, argentina will be there like you said jeff argentina will be awaiting them in the quarters um looking over the rest of the bracket you know i obviously expect brazil to make good and they'll be through after today um expect them to be there in the semis against argentina um Morocco has been surprisingly strong. Um, that said, they face Spain, who's really, really, really talented. That'll be a really be entertaining game um, next Tuesday. Uh, I'll definitely uh, have that one on a, a side monitor, perhaps, <laughs> watching that one. Um, but I do expect Spain to come through. Spain's been high quality, um, and they may even be the ones to meet Argentina in the finals, but it's been a crazy Umbertil tournament. It's, it's one, you know, not to be, I'm hopefully not, you know, being overly prisoner of the moment, but we may remember this, this world cup as, as the, the turning point, uh, in terms of European dominance, uh, mm -hmm. like I said, with mm -hmm. no Germany, no Belgium, no Denmark, that's crazy. That's crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they've got you know the the teams from particularly uh, the Af African and Middle Eastern teams have been really really strong. So it'll be interesting to watch over the next couple of tournaments. Excellent, Dave. How do you feel about those yeah. insights from Anthony? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I had so much fun watching yesterday um, the uh, Japan Spain uh, flipping back between that and Costa Rica and Germany because oh. uh, at one point in time Costa Rica was up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Japan, basically, if Japan doesn't win, they're out. And if Germany wins, they're in. So um, Japan being able to beat Spain, Germany came back, ended up winning four to two. Didn't matter. Uh, Japan with that two to one win over Spain. I mean, that the the ecstasy that was going on uh, for the Japanese players and all their fans in that stadium was awesome i mean it was really think, really cool but I, a quick question on that Dave. <clears throat> I, just a little conspiracy theory here do you think it's fixed for japan because their fans clean the stadium <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good juju that's good juju that's what's going on there so they want um, it to smell correctly that's all i'm going to say brand new smell yes. uh the one thing that i uh, noticed too and maybe anthony you picked up on this but um, the first few matches, uh, first few rounds, it, they were handing out cards like it was Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was unbelievable. Card, card, good, card, ticky-tack all over the place. And I think, you know, somebody kind of talked to them and said, hey, you got to let these guys play a little bit here. So don't don't pull everything out of your ass um, just because somebody gets tripped. So the yeah, cards I, have I uh, stayed in the pocket a little bit more. And I think the gameplay has uh, been better since then. So some of those early upsets and craziness that happened uh, early on uh, or just lopsided, you know, wins. You're just watching that and you're just going, come on, really? Um, I mean, U.S. in their first game had two yellow cards, I think, within the first like eight yeah. minutes. It's like right. mm -hmm. these are just normal soccer plays. I mean, th this happens in high school, let alone, you know, World Cup plays. So um, I think they cleaned that up. I think um, they had some talks with the officials there. And I think the overall gameplay has been more about the soccer players and not the officials on the field. So 
I, I, I think it's been fantastic. I think it's been fun to watch. Um, I would love, absolutely love to see for us to at least get the PKs. Um, I think that would be fantastic for the team. And I think that it, it would just allow the folks from the United States to kind of watch this a little bit longer, because I think this is probably once every four years, that's when the U S watches soccer and that's when their team's in it. It's just like, you know, the Olympics, when do you care about track and field every four years? Mm, Dave, what do you think about all the extra time? Oh, that's been like MLS style. I mean, it, that has been amazing when you're seeing eight, nine, 10 minutes of extra time um, at the end of the game. I mean, it's like, gosh, you, you go through that emotional, you know, uh, craziness of just trying to get near the end of the game. And then all of a sudden they take another 10 minutes up there and you got to play defense for another 10 minutes. Um, it's been nuts, but that, that has been crazy MLS style extra time. Yeah, I, I really I like it because, well, first of all, it's I think it's exciting. And even if you're on the other side and you're a detractor of all the extra time, I think over the long term, if if you see this translate to uh, to the club side, which who knows if it will, but if you did over the long term, what you end up with is a lot less delay tactics, because if the referee is going to tack it on anyway, then shut up and play. And yeah. I like that. Right. On another soccer side note here, I'd like to congratulate the city of Cleveland on giving and getting an MLS team. Um, it's not oh. that it's like a, it's like one level below. It's like their club AAA. lead up. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool that they're doing that. They're going to build a brand new facility and training center. Uh, they're not going to be playing at Cleveland Brown stadium. Uh, the joke there is that somebody would actually score. Um, <laughs> but maybe, maybe it'd be like, you know, a Browns game where they don't. Um, but Hey, that's oh. all going to change this weekend. Uh, so are let's the go. names, uh, is the name going to be the Indians? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, God. That... <laughs> oh, no. It's not again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what have we done? Yeah. That's great. When does that start, Dave? Is that next year? Uh, it's in a couple years. Two years. Couple okay. years. Okay. Two years. Good. Good. And so, pretty cool soccer related but not as important as the great commentary you guys are able to put on it i do support the idea and i'm glad they gave attention to the all-female staff for the officiating crew i think it sends a good message to the world sends a good message to half the world that plays soccer which are female and maybe even more than half that play soccer i think it's a, it was a good move especially given some of the uh, human rights issues that are known through certain parts of that area where the World Cup is taking place, giving them that focus, uh, giving this that attention is, I think, important for the future um, understanding of how we have to treat all humans. So I thought it was a good. I thought that was a good deal. No jokes there. Just a real good, solid thing that I like to see. Not great perspective, Jeff. One hundred percent. And then I'd like to congratulate Luke Fickle. I know he listens to our podcast on getting the job over in Wisconsin. Hate to see him leave Cincinnati, but. He did such a great job of elevating that team up to, you know, being a playoff uh, team and a contender in the conference every year. And he was only there for five years. So um, I know that there's a lot of people in Big Ten uh, country right now that are scared that he's going to come in there and take average talent and make them extremely competitive. So Wisconsin's going to be back on the board. Good for the conference. Yeah. Yep. And he's had quite a career, right? And I know he's a friend of the show, so it's good to see him continue to advance. Good job, Luke. Yeah. Uh, Mike, any any parting uh, comments before we wrap this up? A uh, couple of comments on some crazy stories in the news. Um, 
Antonio Brown was in a police standoff yesterday, so I think that's going to hurt his free agency standing. I don't know what's wrong with the guy. Uh, he, I seriously think ever since his hit from Perfect that he's been a changed man. That that I think he really has something wrong with his head, and I actually kind of feel bad for the guy at this point. Um, and still no news on Brett Favre. Uh, apparently his stuff has gone away, so that's great. But I'm going to keep bringing it up because I want it to stay out there. And <laughs> I think that's it. I'm going to avoid my third story because uh, I, I don't think I should say it. Good. Okay. All right, moving on. That's fantastic. Wait, it's not a non-story. I have yes. really cool stuff to talk about that. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about, guys. All it's right, fine. Know. I'll say it. Sure. It's never good when your dinner party has the third worst guest at it say that he loves Nazis. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's not sports related. <laughs> I want the third worst guest. <laughs> oh, right. Thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that for our political podcast. Uh, there was a, no, a note too that oh, I'm not going to spend time talking about, it, but I thought it was interesting that uh, I really like LeBron's comment about how they're asking him about uh, Kyrie and not talking about other recent developments. And, he, and I thought I thought that was interesting. I thought you were going to bring that one up, Mike. But uh, hearing hearing such comments uh, back at uh, the 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 institution, right, bringing up like the some of the biases of the media to the media in their face by one of the largest uh, stars that we have ever seen is uh, is an interesting uh, dynamic there. And I, I, I did like uh, like what he had to say and kind of put it back in their people's faces to keep things in perspective. thought that was pretty cool. Will it change anything? Probably not. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? I agree. If you do nothing, nothing changes. True. That's why we uh, make a lot of picks. That's why I picked uh, four daily picks because nothing's going to change unless I change it and I start today. That's right. Now roll with it. I'll make additional picks out on Twitter for the rest of the weekend to continue to dominate over you two losers in our bet. So uh, on that note, uh, <laughs> let's let's wrap it up here. It is uh, it's time. So if you like what you hear, please download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend because sharing is caring. And like I mentioned, follow us on Twitter for uh, for more commentary, for more picks, and as things develop with our bet we'll be placing uh information out there at you bet underscore podcast remember underscore is a little dash not a word it's at you bet underscore podcast uh <laughs> oh, thanks no. that's the problem today, anthony thanks for coming back and having a lot of fun with us uh, thanks for really having good me good to have you here man so may the odds forever be in your favor everybody good luck and we'll talk to you next week see ya